you are able to provide your temporal needs. I have a dream for you, that you grow in wealth in every sense of the word, that you are never in need and that whatever your wealth is, you share it with all you can. I have a dream for you, that you find true love, someone you can cherish, someone who makes you want to be a better person, a soulmate who can challenge you and love you, a companion who can walk with you, know you, share your joy, perceive your pain and heartache and comfort you in your disappointment. I have a dream for you, that you discover a deep and abiding interior peace, the peace that comes from knowing that who you are, where you are and what you do is essentially good and makes sense that you are contributing to the happiness of others and that you are progressing towards becoming the best version of yourself. Matthew Kelly in The Rhythm of Life. Matthew Kelly is an Australian speaker and author. To my knowledge, he coined the phrase, the best version of yourself, which I often quote in this book. Prologue, true stories. Insanity means doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Albert Einstein. True story number one. Irmgard cuts out sheep. Irmgard is my friend. She works in a hospital, but she doesn't want to do it anymore. The night shifts, the constant lack of personnel and being confronted with all the stories of the patients have made her burn out. In order to get her life back on track, she has already made some half-hearted attempts towards self-employment, but so far, none of them has grown enough for her to have the courage to quit her hated job. Irmgard and a few other friends are accompanying me to a three-day workshop event in London. Play to Win, a completely free of charge eye-opening seminar is three days of games playing, sometimes everyone for themselves, sometimes all together, larger groups, smaller groups, depending on the topic and task. But this is not just about the sheer joy of playing, on the contrary, every setting holds at least one great lesson, if you're willing to accept it. Completely in your role and always with time constraints, you figure it out during the game without giving it a lot of thought precisely according to your pattern and the repertoire available to you. Sometimes, already during the game, it will occur to you on how much you limit yourself in your thinking and action. Other times, the subsequent sharing by all participants shows you how different other people have acted owning exactly the same role, how much freedom of action you would have had and just had not recognized. In one of the first games, there were no assigned roles, only tasks the entire group had to do. Who had exactly what to do was not fixed. That evening, Irmgard cut geometric figures with children's scissors for three hours. Not because someone had told her to, but because she had chosen this task for herself. On the way home, it occurred to her, how stupid could she be that she did not react proactively again and decide for herself which task she wanted to take over. Why had she chosen this simple job with very low responsibility? 
These and similar questions tormented her hours later. Never again did she want to act like that. The next day at lunchtime, we were prepared for a very long game, which had certain similarities with the settlers of Catan. Twelve lords and ladies were elected by the king, each of them governing a realm in the kingdom, even wearing crowns on their heads for the whole game. I was one of them. These lords and ladies chose a staff of about 10 members. There were loads of tasks to be assigned. Under the constraints of time, there was a lot to be done in each round. Buying villages, streets and cities, placing them on the game board in a timely manner, trading. This was done by cutting out paper originals and exchanging them for the goods at the bazaar. In my inaugural address to my staff, I asked each member to tell me what task they would like to accomplish.